Hello, kapla, and welcome everyone to our fan cast. We're a Star Wars boy, a Star Trek girl, and a sci-fi wingnut talk about the new Star Trek series, Strange New Worlds. We are super excited to geek out, talk about the new show, so let's bring in the intro music and get going. What is up, Strange New Worlds? It is Bubbles and her red shirts. Captain Bubbles and her red shirts. <laughs> I was about to say, how'd I get demoted? Yeah, Captain Bubbles and her it's red shirts. Captain. Everyone's favorite Captain Bubbles. Uh, so today, uh, we had a little snafu with scheduling last week because Shannon was out of town on business, and we couldn't do the cast. And Jake was actually coming in late that day, and we just decided, screw it. So, um we are going to do, uh, you guys will uh, get both of these casts coming out in the same day, uh, which should be tonight on the uh, the 20th. 20th. And uh, we're going to start with charades, and Shannon can join us for that one, but she cannot join us for Lost in Translation for the next cast. I haven't as seen it. I haven't not, watched it yet. She has not seen it yet. So uh, today we're going to talk, or right now we're going to talk about charades, season two, episode five. Where Spock loses his his Vulcanness, and uh, they bring and basically back your gets to go through, and basically gets to go through male puberty, right? Uh, and they bring mm-hmm. back your girl to Pring. But do you know who else they also brought back? I do you recognize? No, I do. Mia Kirshner from Defiance, who plays Spock's mom. Is that where she's from? I knew I knew her from yes. something. Well, she played she played his mom in Discovery. Right, the same woman. So they brought. This yeah, is the first time that. we've seen her since Discovery. So she played a man. No, not Amanda. No, she didn't play. Kenya. Ma- she Mayor played. Amanya, no. She played Kenya in Defiance. She was Amanda's I knew sister. I knew her. I'm like, God, where do I? She's know the her one from? that had the steamy affair with Stama. Yeah. I was here for it. She was hot. She still is hot. She is pretty. She's not Winona Ryder, but she's pretty. I was here for it. So. <laughs> I think all of us. Well, were yeah, but for they it. killed off one on a rider spot. Yeah. <laughs> they killed her off on Defiance too, so you know, <laughs> she had a good Stama death. Oh no, that's true. Kenya did kill her, didn't she? Or, uh, uh, Stama, Stama, did kill Stama poisoned her to keep her from talking to Daytech. I remember that. Look, you just don't, you just don't piss off Stama. That's that's all that was. Mm, that is true. She found out the hard way. It doesn't matter how hard she loves you, she's going to kill you harder. She so. is going to kill you. To, don't to drink the poison. Daytech. Don't drink the tea. <laughs> Don't drink the tea. Remember we had whole t-shirt. I mean, you have her poison bag. Somewhere. I do have, yeah, from, like Stama's poison bag from yeah, Defiance. From the, the care. From going the, against the Thessalian when death is on the line. <laughs> exactly. Do not go against Stama when death is on the line. When anything's on the line, actually, Stama just kills you and doesn't feel bad. So about yeah, it. I was happy to see her when she returned. She, I, I, she also played in. We can't hear you. You're not talking into your mic. I'm thinking. I'm trying to think of. It's the all girls gay show. I can't think of it. Well, that narrows it down. No, it's. Uh, um, Help the me L. out. What? The L word. Yes, 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 yes. Thank you. It's been a long time since I've seen it. I'm not into the new episodes, but she played in that series too. Hey, uh, a whole series. A whole series about lesbians in which you might get to see them naked. I, I saw quite a few actually, and. Again, I'm here for it. <laughs> I saw the highlight videos, but I didn't. I wasn't interested <laughs> in anything else. 
there, uh, the, hey, I mean, the, the, that was when TiVo was coming out. You could actually fast forward through. Oh my god, <laughs> I remember TiVo. You cried when our TiVo died. It was the worst thing ever. <laughs> we had we uh, went uh, for for history's sake. For those of you too young to remember, T- TiVo was a DVR. Too young to remember. <laughs> Uh, Tiva was the first DVD. It was, and we got on board uh, like as soon as it came out. I remember we were. It was like right before Christmas, and I was like, "Oh my God, Shannon will love this!" And I got one of the deals that they didn't do for very long, which is you pay three hundred bucks for the unit, and it's free for the life of the unit. You can use the thing. It's not a subscription service. It's just three hundred bucks, and it's good forever. And we used that thing for until what? it died. Yeah, ten years we had that thing. And then when the hard drive on it finally crashed, there was great sadness in our I had home. so many <laughs> saved episodes of Xena and Warehouse 13 and all these things on it saved on it that yeah. I could it, I used to like watching the little face that would dance for you. I don't know. TiVo was got, an awesome. And thing. we had the big expanded version. Like we had the big TiVo. They wouldn't let us they wouldn't let us have that package anymore. No, we didn't. And when it died, like to replace it, it was going to be an awful amount of money and I'm like, "Look, we're not doing that for TiVo." And there was there were actual there was a little tear in the, the side of Chad's you eye. Would, now nowadays I'm like, "How would have just found a way to hi- order the hard drive?" Mhm. I could have fixed it now. Right now, now you could have done. Well, it. now you could have. Yeah, Damn but it. Uh, it was it was a it was a sad time for Shannon. But uh, I was glad to see her as Spock's mom. Um, I think she's a wonderfully like warm character. She does a really good job. She's well, she's it, very calm. She's very soothing when you talk to her. You, she's she's you have to be. Well, it, you know what? Uh, it, they kind of looked at it from a different angle this time too, because. We've always seen it from Sarek and Spock's point of view, what it's like to have a human in their family. What we've never seen is what it's like being in the human in a Vulcan family. And right. she finally her kind of, of opened that up. Yeah, so all the things that she's given up for him on purpose where things may not may bother her, but she doesn't she just lets it slide for him because and she's never held it against him for wanting to explore more of his Vulcan side than the human. Well, but, was, but, yeah. but even then, she she's married a Vulcan and accepted something. And, and it's one of those things that you, you you run across in fantasy and sci-fi from time to time. And it really bugs the hell out of me. And this was the first time we've seen it happen, which is if you're going to marry somebody from a different species in a different culture, you're going to have to accept the fact that there are going to be certain things that are different that always runs into and there's only one novel series and Sean will know which one I'm talking about that actually dresses this properly <laughs> but but lost if you like look at lost girl you've got people who are dating a succubus and I pissed that, that she series. needs to sleep with people to live it's kind of like if you she if, sleeps with people to heal well but at the same time it's kind of like one of those things like you're going to date a succubus and then get pissed that she wants to sleep with people <laughs> i mean you ain't uh, enough she no. needs more people so, so you know, so what you have here is is the first time that somebody's really done this. They're they're married to a Vulcan, and they understand I am married to a Vulcan. This is going to be different. Yeah, and it's gonna be it's not gonna be what either one of you were traditionally raised as. How could it be? Your lives are there is no roadmap here. Your lives are going to be different, and this is is one of the things that I think they do. They start to do a, a pretty good job, and you're right. This is like one of those things. The only other time I would say that happened 
is in the first Star Trek movie with Zachary Quinto. Yes. When he Mother, was... One on rider. When, when they were like, oh... It, it, Despite your handicap, we think you're ready for this. And he's like, could you explain what and my handicap is? And he got pissed off. And he, he's like, you don't say crap about my mom. You know, are you making fun of this? No. The only thing I wish to convey is gratitude. Thank you. And he turns around and walks off because they dissed his mom. And that was the only other time where you can see Spock, like, defend his, purposely go out of his way to defend his mom. Yep. And this was an, another part. I because it, it well shows done. that she's never been accepted by the Vulcan Council. Right. And Sp- Spock resents the hell out of it. And, and like, look, that's but, my mom. Which is know? why he but, has to say the Vulcan. Right. But even then, uh, you know, at the with the resolution of all of this, even after he had succeeded in the ruse, the moment they they dissed his mom was the moment he went up yours. Yeah, yeah. The moment he gave, he's like, you know what? This ain't worth it. Fine. I'm just going to, it's, it's going to cost you. Yeah. But you dissed his mom. And, and who would want a mother-in-law like that? Oh my gosh. I mean, like, <laughs> now to pring might be worth it. And I honestly think to pring is worth it. And she had a point. Like, look, you could have told me at I, any point, I, at any point. Yeah. I mean, and uh, to be fair, Spock was in the wrong here. Tapring had told oh, he, him he, over and over and over again, I accept you. I just want to be with you. I accept you for who and what you are. Just let me in and treat me as an equal and equal. trust me. It, it, and and the didn't. worst part about it is, is that she would have helped in the ruse yeah. and not blinked. Yeah, because she would. It would have been. It was. It would have been a personal slap in her mom's face. Right. She'd have been okay. She would have loved to help put one over on her mom. I was going to say, if nothing else, she'd have been thrilled to piss off her mom. <laughs> I've seen her, the woman who played his mom, I've seen her in something I else, know, too. She, she looks familiar, but I'm horrible with faces and names. You're the queen of that. I, I, I just, I was like, man, he really did to bring wrong here. I mean, he was in the wrong. It wasn't like, oh, I have feelings for this other woman thing. He really did screw up horribly because he mistrusted or he he didn't trust to who went has always gone out of her way to to present herself as and defend him to his, and, her parents and defend him and make things work like we've seen episodes in last season where she's like look things aren't working right i don't like the way things are going let's try and make this work i'm gonna try and do this oh by the way i'm horny you know like all the things that a, a good Vulcan, I guess, fiancé is what she was at the she's time? She's been technically his fiancé this for, entire For a thing. while, yeah. And yeah. So she's been trying and desperately understanding uh, more than any so, other buddy, anybody has been. So he really, I think he, he dropped the ball on So this. clear it up because it's, I, had, I was a little fuzzy on the episode. <laughs> Shannon was a little loopy during the episode. So did they actually, did they actually split? Yeah. Well, that well, Pring said we should take some time. But and that, and that translates into Kiss and Chapel. No, he did more than Kiss well, and Chapel. Well, I mean, go back to Friends. We were on a break. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it's it's kind of crappy. I I don't know is and, and we'll get to Chapel here in a minute, but I don't know that I would have traded were I Spock. I don't know if I would have traded uh, a relationship with to pring for for a, your girl for for my girl like if i was spock well, to, i don't know if i would have done that well okay well, so to pring is showing him that she could be a ride or die she is i think I mean, yeah. to pring uh, okay first of all 
It's a long-distance relationship. He's never home. He's not coming back home anytime soon. I, I totally get it. And you're so, totally right. I get. I think they have a solid relationship, and I, I don't think I would give up to Pring so easily because she has been willing to put up with the separation, and she she's, has. She said she's okay being a military wife, right, basically. Basically, that's what it was. So I don't know if I'd give it that up so easily. I don't want to be connected to the mother-in-law, but, you know, you can handle that. Who but I don't really know if I would pick her to their mother-in-law. <laughs> I liked my mother-in-law. She was awesome. I like my she mother-in-law. She made me cake all the time. All the damn time. So. <sighs> okay, then I'm just then. Then that's just me. Then sorry. <laughs> <laughs> I, I think Chapel is someone that he can have a stronger relationship with because he's with her all the time. I think. I think it. Because in TOS they didn't really explore much of it, right? So I think we're going to see a yeah. whole other connection that we never got to see before because they wouldn't let her in TOS to do it. They wouldn't let well, it happen I, in the 60s. Well, she was a, a bit, yeah, I mean, she was a super bit character Well, in, in because TOS. back then in the 60s, she was a peace character. And what I mean by that, she wasn't really there to do commentary or anything. She was there as an eye candy piece to Yeah, she was help, a bit player. And, right? Yeah. So, well, surprisingly she, she was there enough, because McCoy needed a nurse. Yeah. And they needed that sexual tension, but never let it have it. That's where they started all of it. Yeah, but but I think that there's potential with him and Chapel because Chapel truly has feelings for him, and look what she was willing to do. I mean, in this in the whole shuttle accident that they had, where you got to meet a new life entity, right? The moment she found out that he diverted the shields to her. Well, she was willing to do any and everything for him. They left the ship without even talking to the captain. She talked Ohura and Ortegas into doing it. So, well, Ortega or Ortegas? Hey, Ortega. I go back to my original Ortega. statement for Ortega. She is once again proving that she's the ultimate wingman. She is definitely the <laughs> ultimate Ortega's wingman. Always, Erica's always down. Like, what, is there trouble afoot? I'm down. You know, is there? Are we going to do some fun stuff? I'm down. Anytime you want to leave the ship or do crazy things, Ortega, Erica's there. So I, I I I'm almost siding with Jake on this. He's looking. Oh wow. <laughs> I, I I really I really can't like I keep trying to argue with him and I have argued with him for a while and I just can't I think he's our, I'm sorry our dog is just he's being pitiful over on he's the other side of this thing. Pouting. He's very pouting because he's not in the room with us and he's just staring at us Aww. with disgust. Eighty pounds of okay. of depression and and uh, loneliness over there. It's like dude. Seriously, your life is just not that bad. Um, but so I'm not side on top of you. So you're side I, I don't know. I, I, I think so. I think she, like, we're, I don't know, uh, what was last, ep- or last season was 10 episodes. We're 16 episodes in, and we really haven't gotten much Ortegas. Or Ortega. No, she, We've got she's, a little bit. She's the wingman. She's the one that everybody goes to when there's, well, um, okay, I'm going to make you bleep something. When there's but Ortega's in. <laughs> Well, okay, so, so far we've seen a, a Una episode, we've seen a Spock episode, we now have, well, I mean, you could have kind of had a Chapel episode connected to this, I mean, can, can together. We talk about, can we talk about the um, the the entities that have uh, moved on to another universe of pure bureaucracy? <laughs> <laughs> no further communication is necessary. But yeah, I like the I like the. Uh... If you're done with this call, just hang up. 
<laughs> We've been trying to reach you about your warranty. Oh my god, that that <laughs> I was trying to figure out what it was that it was making me sound like. You're right. That sound it sounded like an automated system trying to call the phone company. God damn it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, I like the the excitement on the bridges bridge crew's face when they realized that they had a first contact again. You haven't had a first contact in a while. But but even then, when you, the look on Pike's face when he realized that they didn't really want to talk to him. <laughs> yeah, he's like, oh, okay. <laughs> I mean, it's it was just it, it was very well done with with how they did it. Also, I, I love the fact that you could see the Spock seam or the seams on Spock's ears the entire time. Like like you could, and when he was about to pull them off, you could see the seam, and you're like. And I looked at T'Prings in the very next shot, and they look seamless. And I'm like, they did that on purpose. On purpose to make it uh-huh. look like it was fake. Yeah. Right. She's like, and how how good do you have to be? Because it was a throwaway line, but she's like, there's something different with your ears. They're slightly different somehow. You look slightly different. Yeah, and and I'm like, man, they check out their ears uh- like. Dudes check out boobs or something like I, I I'm going to I'm going to jump back to Pike for a moment there because we we figured out something about Pike though. Pike wants everyone to like him. The, the, Pike he's is a like person. a puppy. You know, well, he's almost like a lost puppy when somebody decides that they don't want to talk to him or deal with him or, or anything like that. It's kind of like, oh, I think he's a great character, but I'm sure he has an ego also, just like any other captain. Hey, I'm in charge. Talk to me. You, you, I'm the one you're going to want to talk to, right? Me, right? Yeah. But then, yeah, but no, just, just he's just so disappointed when, when, when you know, he was disappointed when he wasn't going to be able to go to uh, to Una's uh, trial because you know, oh, they don't want to talk to me. You know, he, he gets the first contact and they tell him no further communication is necessary, and it's kind of like, oh, they don't want to talk to me. There was a a thing in Discovery when um, Tilly was uh, uh, meeting the alien queen who who she had gotten back to her thing and yeah. and she got off the t- and he's like you know your royal highness and she's like Tilly and he's like okie dokie. <laughs> Yeah, he completely got bypassed. <laughs> he completely got bypassed. And she's like, oh, I know this and everything. And he's like, uh, can we do this while we're like working and everything? And they're like, oh, yeah, no, no, that's cool. No, I everyone, like Tilly. Everyone ignores Pike. You know? <laughs> Pike's always just like, oh, righty. Yeah, oh, did I miss the speech? You know, like when, when they're when they're talking, you know, uh, uh, and I can't remember which episode that was in, in Charades or Lost in Translation. Did I miss the speech? Um, when uh, Una comes in and talks to him, but I I think the the part for me on charades that really got me is this was the first real chapel episode, and I was so happy. There was a lot of her in this episode. There was I, a lot of you. You got to see a lot of her emotions. You got to see her because even her friends can tell that she's in love with him, and she's sitting here trying to deny it. They're like, "Come on, you, say it!" Like you have to do it now, because if you don't, we stole the ship for you. Let's yeah. say it. <laughs> We're here because of you. You know, um, uh, but one, Jess Bush does a great job with angsty emotions. She's phenomenal. Two. Uh, it was interviewed on the Ready Room last week too. It, she's God, she's gorgeous. Yeah, that's the other thing too. That's she's really actually nice a redhead. Yeah, that that woman is one of the most beautiful women I can think of right now. Uh, she is just unbelievably striking. 
And so is this going to be another one of those things where you change the opening, where you change the, the graphics? Go ahead. Oh, I would if that was a thing we're going to do. Yeah. Why not? <laughs> Just Look, call it the challenge. This is a challenge. You change things for the purple people eater. You could do this for Jeff. Right? She flirted with me, and it worked. Okay, if you want to get Jess Bush on the line, and she flirts with me, I will totally change the freaking logo. You get her on the line. <laughs> You're the one that will. Well, I can't even remember that woman's name at the moment now. The one she talked to you forever. I'll, I'll see if I can find her on Twitter. I'm sure she will not respond, but I'll basically go. We have a podcast. We are in love with you. Will you come talk to us? There's been quite a few of the people that's done podcasts. Do oh, it, yeah. Jake. You're the. You're the. Yeah, you're the. You're the well, sometimes I, I, I'm sure the response will be. Um, no, I'm sure the response will be absolutely nothing. You know, like but she gets enough. <laughs> yeah, of those, no response. But, but um, sometimes when you're interviewing people, like like chemistry happens between you know like a, a host or an interviewer and an interviewer. Khaleesi was her name on show. Uh, I but can't think of I name. I clicked with her and the two of us were vibing and she was all like flirty and everything and I was very complimentary and um, yes I did wind up adding her to the logo. So of the show. for for those of you that have listened to us for the longest time, I know we have Carolyn out there that's listened to. Us. She's been a big fan forever. Thank you. But we're talking about the the voices of defiance podcast that we used to do for yeah. the defiance show and there in the last season you had i can't i will look you keep talking i will look up her name i can't it's been so long but it was the purple lady she likes to eat everybody that's why i call her the purple people eater i want to say her name was khaleesi in the show i think no that's game of thrones (laughs) no it was something close to like that uh here we looking at it look it's called the purple people eaters (laughs) i know i know hold on here i'll have to she was really pretty. She was really nice. Well, obviously you guys connected since, in fact, no one can remember her name. She was really pretty. She was really nice. And, and back then it was it was me, I think. It wasn't I. I know I got a Nicole lot of Nicole Galicia. Yes. That was her real name. Yeah, that was her real but name. She, she was... came on the fourth season of Defiance, and she was just a spectacular I... character. Yeah, she is. She's she is very pretty. Unbelievably beautiful. She was, like, super charismatic, and we got along like a house on fire. She was also in Django Unchained. Um, I mean, she's, she's just. We need her on Star Trek. Oh, she's wonderful. But, anyway, she flirted so hard, and all that time I tried to Kinsey. get him. Kinsey. Kinsey. What did I say? Khaleesi? I was close. You said Kin- Khaleesi. I said Khaleesi. Kinsey. All right. So all that time, I wanted him to put Stama on the 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 credits or the the logo, the, the logo of her. He yeah. never would do it. In the moment, she all she took was one time of could asking I, him. Can I be on the logo? And I'm like, you bet you, baby girl. And, all, <laughs> and then from then on, he changed the entire logo. I'm like, oh, yeah. It was there like two days later. It was fully. And she changed. was so, so very appreciative. She of was, it. and we had another chat with her. She was, she was a lovely woman, and she was absolutely delightful. And when I say a long time, I mean sometimes when you interview people, it's like fifteen, twenty minutes, right? <laughs> I talked to her for like an hour and a half. Like an hour and a half. I'm like, I'm just gonna leave and go hang up my 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 microphone, and I'll come back for you later. Yeah. So, oh, we t- Nicole and I talked for a long time. Then, we had a great time. And then even on Twitter for a long time, she would talk to me. Oh no, 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 and, she talked and to me. And I had. Still on, still on my Twitter. That was sometimes I came. Uh, the girl that played the daughter that got killed. Yeah. Because we it Nicole was, and I DM'd for like months. Really? Yeah. 
Oh, that's kind of cool. Yeah, she was really. I mean, not anything like. We had a a lot of guest stars from that show, Defiance, on this. I really wish we could have talked to Tony, though. That would have been amazing. Tony, yeah. Yeah, it would have been. I just wanted to, like, I love you in Defiance, yes, but let's talk about, you know, vampires. (laughs) (laughs) Let's talk about Underworld, because that, to me, was his most amazing character. Oh, then then we got to talk about, were you present when you watched her slide into the pleather? Never mind. Wrong show. <laughs> <laughs> you know where I'm going, Jake, right? Like, you, you have to, oh, like, no, pull oh, her hey, in and out opening, of that thing. It's the opening scene of Underworld. How can you forget? Oh, my God. That woman. It, you know, Kate Beckinsale has aged like a fine freaking wine. She I'm doesn't look you, any older. I just want these ladies to come on to this show. You know, you know how much baby powder they had to put in that? That suit to get her in it. I'm baby, not even kidding. Baby powder. I mean, yeah. They had to use baby oil probably to no, get no, her. No, no, no. Baby powder. So that one, she didn't itch, and two, it didn't sweat, it didn't bunch up, and and all that stuff. But she she said she every time she put it on, she lost six pounds of water weight because not she sweat so much. You know what? So she had to hydrate and hydrate and hydrate. She looked and damn good. That's all I can say. And she was wearing a, a what do you call them corset during I, it too. I, mean, I, I know. <laughs> I was aware. Oh. <laughs> Just that, like you said, Jake, the opening scene where she did the jump off the building and they just kept walking. I have a latex fetish. <laughs> yeah, I have a latex fetish because of her. What, what, what years were these? Like early 2000? Yeah. Okay, so. Yeah, for those of you too long, too, oh, I mean, too young, <laughs> you need to go watch Underworld. <laughs> Forget the, the sparkly vampires. Oh, my God. Kayla and her friends are into the sparkly vampire movies right now. You were into it for a very long time. I did. I, I didn't say it wasn't. I'm just saying right now. I can't even the name of it. Twilight? Twi- thank you, Twilight. Yeah, it's Stephanie Meyer. Sparkly diamonds. They watched. Di- he, dinosaurs. Okay, let, let, let's, let's be honest. Sean was not really into sparkly vampires. He was into the females in the movie. Well, look, it had Anna Kendrick, who you know is one of my favorites. It had... Uh, exactly. Yep. Oh, yeah. Yeah, she was. She, she was, was in there. The school. My favorite was was the, the sister. Oh yeah, Ava Green. Yes, I yeah. liked her. Yeah, it had Ava. Like all the like all the hot women. I like the mom. She Twilight. was hot. I would have like, taken all her. All the more. women were hot. No, not all of them. Yes. And you know who I don't like. I can't stand her. I don't like her. Oh, I'd have put her heels behind. No. Her. Oh, would have been good. <laughs> she is a horrible actress. <laughs> I didn't say she was a great actress. <laughs> right, well, are, are I said nothing about, about uh, that. We're talking, are you about, talking about the, the Kristen. Uh, shit, I can't remember her last name. <laughs> that one, whatever you want to call Kristen her. Stewart. I don't. I think she's okay, a horrible well, actress. He, here's the problem with that, though. Have you read the books? Yes. Yes. She played the part perfectly. Yes, she did. No, she did. She like if if you read the books, they she she did that like really spot on. She was that wooden. She was that now. Kind of still now reading angsty. now reading those books is a, a you know a few weeks of my life I'll never get back. I've read them twice. <laughs> in fact, I think when you were in the hospital having Kayla, I had um, friends of ours bring me the la- Breaking Dawn because I had to have something to read in the hospital while waiting for for you guys to get out of. <laughs> I just remember the night I, we had her. I, you know, 
Go ahead. I listened to it on audio. If I had had a physical book, I'd have thrown it across the room when I finished that. <laughs> okay, you know who I? Li- you know what? I listen to audio that that is the perfect re- representation of what I hear. Outlander. It's Outlander. Yeah, I know the woman who does the voiceover for Outlander, and then they got the girl that plays Claire. It's perfect. I hate that series. No, you don't. I do hate that series. No, you don't. That is the mo- that is ridiculous. No dude would act that way. Maybe you're not a real dude. Apparently not. If uh, no, no, uh, uh-uh. no, he's a sparkly vampire. Yes, <laughs> you take the sparkly vampire. I'll take the vampire in in, in the cat suit. So good trade off. Have your have your sparklies. Whatever. Actually, you know the one I'd have really picked out of the Twilight the mom. series. The mom is the mom. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> Oh yeah, that's the one I'd pick. That's the or the werewolf girl who was like all Leah, who was all. Oh like no no, I'm I'm with you. I'm with you there on that one. Yeah, no, that's that's I'd have totally picked either one of those two because you know she was hot in weird areas. So like yeah, that's it's gonna be. <laughs> um, what were we talking about? We were talking about Star I, I Trek. Uh, Star Trek something. I can't remember now. Yeah. <laughs> I got distracted by you know underworld. <laughs> <Whew>, okay. <laughs> She's like woo. We went down a rabbit hole for a second. <laughs> Yeah, you like the dad too from Twilight, the the he dad was, vampire. He was cute. Yes. Wasn't he on a soap or something, General Hospital or something? I like? might have remembered back then. Know. Unless you're talking about Jacob, and then that's a whole other story. No, that's a whole other thing. <laughs> <laughs> no, I Zelda or something. Yeah, a mom. To to get back to it and how what got us off topic is I don't remember. Chapel is one of the <laughs> most beautiful people that I can think of right now. And she is, she's striking. She is, uh, in the show, she is very emotionally complex, which is really cool. Um, they, she's messed up. And I, and you don't know why yet. I, I love how uh, she got so strong at the end. And she was confident at the end that she told the Vulcan, you know what, never mind. You can't handle me. You're not ready for me. And when she got rejected I, by them, I like that part. I, I'm convinced that Chapel's going to break his heart. I mean, I know I've said it before. I know I've said it before, but it makes perfect sense story-wise as to where we know this is all going to go. Right. Because we know she doesn't wind up with him. We know she doesn't wind up with him. We also know that for some reason at the end of his tour on the Enterprise, he decides that he's going back to Vulcan to purge all of his emotions. So what's probably going to happen is he's finally finally given up to praying for her. He's going to fall for her, and then she's going to... She's going to break his heart or do something or betray his trust like to wouldn't have. Or maybe something will happen to her because we know she's not going to stick around forever. Uh, no, she's she's well, she's on Kirk's Enterprise. So we know she's yeah. going to make it past this show. So something and, well, can't happen a, a, to actually her. not not only is she on Kirk's Enterprise, but at the same time that he's on, <clears throat> excuse me, Vulcan. Uh, purging his emotions, and it, this may even be why she breaks his heart. Uh, she actually goes off and gets her MD because by the time you get back for Star Trek: The Motion Picture, oh no, uh, she's a full McCoy's, doctor. McCoy's complaining about the fact of dealing with her as a full doctor versus a nurse. Yeah, no, yeah, she does become a full MD. So I, I, I don't know. Like nothing's going to happen to her as far as like she dies or or you know gets lost or something like that. But she obviously doesn't wind up with him. And there's a, and I think it's going to wind up being her fault, not his. However, he did not trust to Pring, 
uh, which to me, and see, that's the part where I, I look at Spock and I go, what were you thinking, dude? Like, there's this, I don't know, ambiguous thing that you have with Chapel, and I and I know I'm a huge Chapel fan, and yes, I would be totally after Chapel until I figured out, like, as as a real person, uh, the character Chapel, not Jess Bush, but Chapel is really not attainable. Like, she's not available for you to have one of those strong, Why? hardcore relationships. Well, well t- take see, uh, give you an example. She has a huge relationship or, or has huge feelings for Spock. She still doesn't want to put a label on it. She doesn't want to tell Starfleet. She doesn't want to say anything to make it go away because she doesn't trust her own emotions. Well, one, well, it's fraternizing. Other, Why would you tell there's, there's a procedure for that. Sorry, Jake. We keep running over you. No, no, that's that's fine. Uh, the the other part about this is is what you're seeing from Spock is, you know, Spock grew up with completely his Vulcan side. Now that he's being exposed to humans um, over the past several years of being in Starfleet, he's he well, he's starting to that that little human part part of him that that I'm not looking at things a hundred percent logically that. Which is why he doesn't, you know, trust to pray. You know, he's getting that little bit of a human side. He's starting to see that those emotions make things a little bit cloudy versus looking at things completely logically. And he doesn't really he's not equipped to handle it. Well, yeah. And I think that's a good way of putting it, because he doesn't he doesn't see like there's huge red flags with a relationship with Chapel. She she might be fun to to mess around with and and you know maybe you know go to a party with or or have some sprinkle time with or something like that, uh, but she may not be girlfriend or or fiance material, just because she is so afraid of commitment and she's so guarded that I don't think she I don't could see actually the whole do commitment that. problem that you're seeing that you're talking about. Oh, no, no. She mentions it several times in in the first uh, season. Well, well, yeah, in the first season, the, the joke was constantly with Erica, the, basically the fact that she had guys and girls at just about every port. Right. And she does it and they're like, well, aren't you ever going to like go with one of them and just like pick one? She's like, oh, no. Erica was saying that to 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 Chapel, yeah, yeah, because Chapel Chapel will oh, not commit okay. to anybody. Oh, okay. They were at the that? bar. They were at the yeah. bar. I remember that. Okay. And, and then she talked with Spock, and she's hey, like, "Yeah, I've had a brain injury since then. Sorry, <laughs> struck victim. Struck victim. I'm like, what? I don't remember this conversation at all. But yeah. I'm like, it was her and Erica, and they were they were in the bar, and then she talked with Spock, and then and she and then she wouldn't stick with them. Yeah, right. She she just won't commit. She has either damage or she doesn't know. How to have those relationships? That's where we first saw Erica be the true wingman because okay, right, no, she was literally a wingman. Yeah. yeah. Um, so well, I, if I if I remember correctly, she actually like played like decoy for her to get rid of somebody yeah. at yeah. some point. True wingman. Yeah. Yeah. So um, there was there's precedent for this, and I think Spock is one very trusting um, in, in a certain aspect, and two uh, to a default. Yeah. To like he kind would, of, but he not, would believe, not to bring. Right. He would believe whatever Chapel told him, especially since he's no longer fully human. Like he was able to lie to Tapring, and that's the when he. It's interesting to see, you know, like when he became human, the first thing he did is lie to to Pring. Yes. And but well, when he, he's not when he's not focusing on the human side, I don't he's think he's not going to get it. He wouldn't. He wouldn't catch 
He wouldn't catch Chaplin alive. He won't. I, I don't think he will. And and Chapel's going to run circles around him from a human perspective because he's not, like Jake said, he doesn't have the experience to keep up. You're going to hate all this whenever she becomes that character. When I know. She, when she becomes that girl. I will love her forever. She is my girl, but I don't think she's good for Spock. Uh- Okay, okay. Here's the best way this could go, especially for us, the viewers. Spock catches her in bed with Erica. (laughs) I. No, no, no. Spock (laughs) catches her in bed with. Una. No, I'm thinking wrong girl. Wrong girl. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Who? Security girl. La'an. No, if La'an. anybody's going to be in bed, it's going to be La'an and No, I want and La'an, and, I want La'an and Chapel. Believe me, I've seen it in my head about a hundred <laughs> times. It's fine. I know exactly how it should go. Guys, write me. No, but Writers, story, you story, can go ahead and ask. i got a story on for It wouldn't be La'an. Unfortunately, unfortunately yeah, that, that that's unfortunately correct. It wouldn't be La'an. If Would you, you guys stop way... tilling my joy? Erica yeah. maybe, but not, <laughs> not only that, but not only that, but Lon's got a thing for Kirk anyway. So that is true. But you also remember and remember the last last season's episode where they did the whole fantasy thing, right? Yeah. And what uh, Erica was dressed up, and she's like, "Yeah, we know each other really, really well." She was talking to Una. That's that's uh, the hookup you're gonna uh, have. Yeah, maybe. Although, see, I think it would be Una and Lon. Well, I did too, but now Kirk's in the picture, so you know, who knows? She could be both. Kirk's had both before. I bet you Lon has too. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think it, she has. I bet you she's forced uh, it out of somebody. <laughs> and and, and though stop struggling. <laughs> and though Shannon hasn't seen it yet, we also figure out that Una is protocol enough that she would not break protocol to actually have a relationship with. Sometimes one of her it's good to get those kind of girls. I'm just saying. <laughs> yeah, Lon shot her in the hallway. I mean, <laughs> break those. Help them teach them break those protocols. That's what I did with you, and then you just shot past me at the speed of sound. <laughs> what are we doing? We're going to go get in trouble. Uh, What? No, no, no. It's going to be great. You ever been on the roof of a mall before? What? I had. I did that. Yes, I did. Yes. <laughs> you did that to me. Yes. I broke my ribs on the roof of the mall once. <laughs> I had nothing to do with that, by the way. Yeah, so they Just say. Sam, yes, he did. Everybody know. No, he didn't. I just broke my ribs goofing off and beat a dump. Come on, PG-13, guys. PG-13. <laughs> but uh, I, I I, seriously did enjoy this episode. I thought it was it was probably, Charades was probably my favorite of second series so far. This has been my favorite also. Now, I have it. Y'all keep telling me I'm going to love the next one, which I'm about to go watch. I did really like Lost in Translation. Uh, we're going to be talking about that. Jake and I are going to be talking about that next. It's really good. It's really good. I I think it's the first really trekky trek episode that we've gotten this season. The next one? Oh, I don't yeah. know. Tomorrow and tomorrow and tomorrow were were was very trekky. I like that one a lot. True. Uh, for me, it goes charades tomorrow and tomorrow and tomorrow, and then probably lost in translation. Those those, uh, those are my three picks for um for this this season. I was beginning to get a little worried. Um, after episode four, I'm like, uh, I don't know how this is going. Like, like, where's all, you know, we see, haven't had the big punch episodes. Right. Well, episode three, which is the, the time travel on one with her and Kirk, that was really good. And I thought that was a really good, but it was, it was the only one holding up the, the second season to me, uh, for the first four episodes. Then you got charades. 
then you got lost in translation. I'm like, oh, oh, okay, okay. Now we're rolling. This is well, this is really well done. Well, we can talk about it when we get there, but this is also the first time that this new Kirk actually seemed like Kirk to me. Yeah. No, he he did like he had that feeling, like you got that that cocksure and and that ambition and that that Swagger. like yeah. Well, he was very charming, and he's charming in a way that is non-threatening, which is how Kirk used to be. So it's gonna hurt Lon's heart because he can't keep it in pants, probably. Actually, I don't think it's going to... You haven't seen the episode yet, but I don't think it's going to hurt Lon's heart. The opposite, huh? I, I don't think he did any damage to Lon's heart. <laughs> lost in translation. All right. No. Uh, for, well, do, do, but, uh, do we have anything else did for... Did he buy uh, hologram flowers? No. He did bring another no, one of cookies. <laughs> well, because he, he doesn't know... Well. He doesn't know that there's a connection between him and Laon at this point. Oh, that's right. Yeah, that's true. It's, that's it's, true because only she knows it. Yeah, it's other Kirk. <laughs> all right. La, 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 la. Okay. All right. All right. So you got anything else for charades? I'm good. Right. I, I like the episode. I like that they had a brief contact with a new contact. Well, we do. Uh, hold on here. Uh, this has been sitting there forever. Uh, oh, sorry. I clicked on 80s cheese movie review. Hold on. I got I got another. Oh, crap. What um, are you doing? I, I have a uh, an email. We have an email? Oh. We do have an email. You guys are going to have to talk to it amongst each other because i got to go find the email. <laughs> where la, la, it is. La, la, um, la, 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 la. Not that way. <laughs> the Holy Roman Empire was neither holy nor Roman nor an empire. <laughs> Discuss. I'd rather have a banana. I, for some reason, I had a banana, banana split song stuck in my head. Okay, so uh, I just had to clip that because I could not find our login because I suck. Uh, however, I have two notices in here. One is from Podbean that says our cast has been downloaded 5,000 times, so thank you. Woohoo! That is super freaking cool, and we appreciate you guys listening. Uh, but the other one is from, from as timely as this is, June 18th. Ooh. And our friend uh, D writes, uh, hey, guys, great to see you back. Uh, this is, of course, uh, several months or several weeks ago. So it's been a little bit. Thank you, D. Uh, hey, guys. <laughs> might have been after the first episode. <laughs> yeah, I think it was after the time travel episode. Uh, <laughs> hey, guys, great to see you back. As it seems there's going to be a time travel element to at least one episode, I'd say uh, that's where Pila's character will probably come into play. Uh, given that she came out as an alien being of hundreds of years of age uh, in the 22nd century, we assume on Earth, then it stands to reason she was around in the era revolving doors and department stores, a la early 21st century, as seen at the end of the first teaser trailer. Uh, maybe we meet up with her in the 21st, or maybe she is useful guide as someone who has been there, done that, and also uh, maybe she might be the reason she had to be on the Enterprise at that exact moment of Season 2, Episode 1. Setting it up to be an awesome season. Cheers, D. Uh, that well, is absolutely uh, correct, as we have seen. Well, it's correct that she was back there. It's not correct that it had any other influence whatsoever. Well, you know, she did train Hemmer, and she did um, need to be on the Enterprise, and them going back did convince her to be an engineer, because it's not something that she had ever uh, considered doing before La'an mentioned it. Yeah. So uh, I think we're figuring out though that just about everybody's had her class at one point in time. Yeah, that. that's the that's the that's the other thing. Uh, so there was a lot of that, but uh, we'll get into that. 
Uh, Shannon hasn't seen that part yet. But uh, thank you, D, for uh, writing in the email. We're I'm sorry it took so long to get to very us. Very belated. Yeah, very belated because uh, we sucked and we didn't. Uh, we don't always remember that kind of stuff. Or, or we don't always get to... them. <laughs> well, no, we we get them. It's just I don't check them as much as I should. And and we have at least one more time travel episode coming. At All least right. Well, I'm more. out of here, guys. <laughs> All right. Well, you guys uh, take care, and we will see you uh, in just a few minutes for Jake and I, and uh, the the Part next two. yeah the next uh, cast for Lost in Translation will be coming out the same day. So. Uh, Thank you, guys, and we will see you next time. Bye. This has been an episode of the Strange New Worlds Fancast. Thanks for listening. Thanks for being with us. If you'd like to hear more shows like this one, you can find us at strangenewworlds.podbean.com for more podcasts on Strange New Worlds. If you'd like to contact us, you can hit us up via email at strangenewworldsfancast at gmail.com or on Twitter at trek underscore worlds. We are a part of the Lone Wolf Podcast Network. And to hear more of this cast and other casts like it, you can check us out at lonewolfpodcasts.com. Once again, thanks for listening, and we'll catch you next time.